Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh boy, it's a few days later and things have changed. A lot of people like it when I teach in a snowstorm. In today's English lesson, you are going to learn how to talk about food in English. As we talk about food in English, I will also be including some of your favorite foods because I asked on social media, what are your favorite foods? But they had to start with the letter G. Why the letter G? I don't know, it just sounded like a good idea at the time. I have an eight hour road trip ahead of me today. So I thought, why not teach an English lesson while I have this really long road trip? I won't be bored and you will learn English at the same time. If you want to improve your English, there is a good chance at some point you are going to have to talk about food. I've been driving for a little bit, so good place to stop, maybe use the bathroom, get a, a little more gas. But the first food I would like to teach you that begins with G is one you probably know, and that is grapes. Looks like a lot of trucks over there are taking a break too. But if you want a definition for the word grapes, think of it like this, small, circular fruits that can be red, purple, maybe green, and they're usually very juicy. That's a term I would like to teach you, juicy. It's an adjective, it describes things. You know, like orange juice or apple juice, it's, it's liquidy. There's liquid for that juice. And if you hear a fruit described as juicy, it means it probably has a lot of water inside, much like grapes do. Think about a banana. Think about the fruit there. It's not really juicy. I wouldn't call a banana juicy. But grapes, yeah, they're, they're juicy. And do you know who likes juicy grapes? Right up there, Luke from Poland. He's been with the channel for a long time. He said he likes grapes. The next food that starts with G that I would like to teach you is something we call guava. And I have a definition right here on my phone about what a guava is. It's a tropical fruit with a green skin and a pink or white flesh. Is tropical a new word for you? 
anytime you hear tropical, think a warm and sunny place. So guavas are grown in tropical places. That definition also said that guavas have a green skin. You might also hear peel, and that is the outside of a fruit. I also mentioned the flesh of the guava. Anytime you hear flesh, think of the, the inside, the juicy part of the fruit. And that word flesh, like sometimes you can call your skin flesh, but also you might hear it as the inside part of the fruit that you eat. You know who likes guavas? Lulu or Lou? I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly, but she said she likes guava. Well, at least it's her second favorite food that starts with G. They're having a sale on windshield washer fluid. It's not a food that starts with G, but it can really help you see when you need to drive. Let's get back in the car and get some more driving done. You know what I forgot to mention when I was talking about guava? Is that my wife, Jamie, is allergic to guava. If she ever eats guava by mistake, her lips will get really puffy. They will start swelling. And yet another pit stop. They have a Burger King here. You can get gas here, but you don't care about that, right? You want more foods in English that start with G. So our next one is going to be something we call grapefruit. I have a definition for you of what a grapefruit is in English, and it's a large citrus fruit with a sour to semi-sweet taste. It's not exactly easy, right? I just said citrus. It's a good adjective to describe food, and if you use citrus to describe food, it means like it has a lot of acid in it. A couple fruits in English that can be called citrus would be, of course, grapefruit, orange, tangerine, lots of acid in citrusy fruits or citrus fruits. I also said sour and semi-sweet. Describing the way food tastes in English is, is really tough. It's difficult in any language, but this summer, Bob the Canadian and I, we did a whole English lesson on describing foods in English. You may want to check that out. We do talk about sour and think about a lemon. If you ever bit into a lemon, your face would pucker or go like that because it's so sour. Sweet, think of sugar, but I said semi-sweet. Anytime you hear semi in English, think like almost or like a little bit. How about this sentence for grapefruit? She squeezed fresh grapefruit juice for a refreshing morning drink. Refreshing. That means it makes you feel better. Some people take a shower to feel refreshed. Or I'm sure on a hot day, some grapefruit juice might be refreshing. Might make you feel a little better. I personally don't really like grapefruit. It's a, a little too sour and sweet for me. The next food that starts with G that I would like to teach you is ginger. Now, this is a spice. A lot of people use it in cooking, but my favorite way to see ginger used in cooking is with gingerbread cookies. Very good. Has, has a little bite to it. You might feel a little tickling on the inside of your cheek if you eat ginger. How about this sentence? The soup was flavored with ginger to give it a hint of spiciness. If you ever hear hint, just like I used it, it means just like a little bit, a hint, a hint of ginger. I've stopped again and it's um, 
right by the ocean, I think. Or maybe uh, a little piece of the ocean, more like a river, but I'll show you this place. And before I show that to you, I do wanna mention one more thing about ginger that we have in the United States, and that is ginger ale. So it's a drink made with probably fake or artificial ginger, but it does have that little bite I was talking about that you might get if you try eating ginger. I am really close to the ocean, but like I said, I don't think this is actually the ocean. Looks more like a, a marsh, or maybe we would call it an inlet. It's kind of cool though. And um, I'll use my phone, but it looks like there might be some ducks swimming on the other side of this river thing. There is a little path that leads to the river, but I think if I went down that path, my shoes would get wet. I can't get the dad's shoes wet today. I have too much driving to do. But the next food that starts with G that I would like to teach you is a type of cheese. And this cheese is called Gouda cheese. It's kind of famous in the Netherlands. And this cheese is not sharp, like cheddar cheese. When I say sharp, I also mean like it has a little bite to it. No, this cheese, Gouda cheese, is very mild. And when I say mild cheese, it means the flavor of the cheese is not extreme. It's kind of in the middle. I don't know about you, but I love some sharp cheddar cheese. How about this next G word, garlic. Garlic, you might find it comes in bulbs. Bulbs are usually round things. We have things called light bulbs in English and garlic does come in little bulbs of, of garlic. All right, this can be a little confusing in English, but garlic comes in bulbs and the smaller things that come from a bulb we call cloves of garlic. We do also have a spice in English called clove, but you can mince garlic cloves. Do you know that verb mince? It's like to cut or chop, but you do it in really small pieces. A lot of people like to mince garlic when they cook. And you know who said they like garlic? It was Leona. But she said she likes something called garlic bread. And I do too. I think it goes great with spaghetti. Oh yeah, have a nice plate of spaghetti and a side of garlic bread. You're eating well if you do that. And look who decided to join us. The sun. It's just coming out. It's peeking out through the clouds. What do you say? I get back in the car, drive down the road a little ways, and then talk about some more G foods. Oh boy. It's a few days later and things have changed. It's a snowstorm. A lot of people like it when I teach in a snowstorm. So let's finish the rest of this lesson about G foods in a snowstorm. The next G food I would like to talk about, as long as I don't fall on the ice. Hang on, I need to be careful. There is ice underneath the snow and I can't see it. The snow has covered the ice. But the next G food I would like to talk about are green beans. 
There are a lot of different types of beans in English. You can have kidney beans or navy beans or lima beans, but the only bean that I know that starts with G are green beans. And green beans are, guess what, green, but they're also like long and skinny. Here is a sentence with green beans in it. I have it right here on my phone. The side dish featured crisp green beans seasoned with herbs. Now seasoned, that might be different for you because right now we are having the season of winter for sure. But that's not what I mean when I'm talking about food. Seasoning your food means you add flavor to it. Maybe you season it with salt, pepper, or maybe even garlic powder. The next G food I would like to talk about are grits. Now grits are really hard to explain, so I will put a picture of what grits look like. But where I live, in the northern part of the United States, we don't eat grits that much. They're almost like a porridge maybe, or an oatmeal. But in the south, where I used to live, like in the state of Alabama, grits are very popular. I love grits, but I don't like grits on their own. That means just by themselves, with no seasoning or no extra ingredients. I like my grits with cheese, salt, lots of butter. So not the healthiest, but they are pretty good. Grits. Have you ever had grits in your life? Let me know in the comment section. How about this sentence with grits? In the American South, grits are a popular breakfast item. Yeah, most people, if they eat grits, they are going to eat them for breakfast. The next G food in English I would like to talk about is granola. Granola, it's usually made with oats. It's definitely a type of grain food. Some people have granola for breakfast. It's usually pretty healthy. And then you can actually have that granola made into a bar, like a rectangular type of food. And the granola is probably held together with sugar. Granola on its own or by itself is probably pretty healthy. But just like grits, once you start adding sugar to it and all of the other flavors that make it taste good, it's probably not that healthy anymore. How about this next one? The next food that starts with G I'd like to talk about is yogurt. Oh, wait a second. Yogurt starts with a Y, but Greek yogurt starts with a G. Greek yogurt is supposed to be a little healthier than just plain old regular yogurt. And before we get to the final G food, please, if you haven't yet subscribe, if you like this English lesson or hit the like button or maybe do both. But for the last G food, let's talk about gumbo. It's a type of soup, almost like a stew, which is a really thick soup. And gumbo can be found in the southern part of the United States, a state like Louisiana. Gumbo is often filled with shrimp, maybe tomatoes, and it's often spicy. I hope your English is a little bit better now after watching this video. If you still want more English, check right up there. I did a whole English lesson on how to get better for the IELTS or maybe the TOEFL. Thanks so much for watching. See you next time.